I want, I want, I want me, 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 mine, 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 now, now, now. You know you're responsible for what you hear. You know you're responsible for what you hear. And welcome to Thoughts from Meharry Head, the weekly podcast where I talk about, well, whatever happens to be bouncing around inside my head at the moment, but mostly focusing on constitutional issues and political decentralization. This is episode 134 of Thoughts from Meharry Head, and I appreciate you tuning in. This week, I'm going to talk about industrial hemp legalization. So industrial hemp and CBD are now legal in all 50 states, right? Well, that's what a lot of people think with the passage of the 2018 Farm Bill. Unfortunately, it's not that simple. In fact, there's a lot of confusion right now about the legal status of hemp and and more particularly CBD. So I'm going to try to cut through the confusion and just lay out very simply what the Farm Bill did and what it didn't do. Before we get too deep into this, I don't want to assume that everybody that's listening is familiar with hemp and CBD, so let me real quickly explain what I'm talking about. Industrial hemp is in the cannabis family, so it's related to marijuana, but it does not have the measurable amounts of THC that you'll find in pot, so you can't get high off of it. You're not going to smoke a hemp rope and get stoned. It's really an amazing agricultural product. It has like 25,000 uses, Uh, everything from making paper to clothing. Uh, It can be used to make like panels in automobiles or a replacement for plastics. Hemp seeds are very nutritious, and you'll find hemp used in a number of food products. It can be used for biofuels. And probably the most exciting thing right now is CBD oil, which is extracted from hemp and has a number of medical applications. Uh, It's been shown effective in treating seizures, in treating anxiety, and also for inflammation and pain management. Now, up until 2014, the federal government maintained virtually complete prohibition of hemp production in the United States. You could grow it, but you had to get a license from the DEA. It was virtually impossible. This is one of the most absurd policies ever concocted by the federal government, and that's saying a lot considering all of the absurd policies that the feds have come up with. As the federal government is prohibiting the domestic production of hemp, the U.S. became the number one importer of hemp products. So we're importing hemp from Canada and from China, but no, you can't grow it here. Totally ridiculous. In 2014, Uh, Obama signed a farm bill that opened the door a little bit, allowed hemp production for research purposes only. Now, even at this point, it was illegal to grow hemp for commercial purposes. You could just do it for research. Nevertheless, many, many states 
simply ignored the federal government and began developing hemp markets. I think it was about 17 states that actually licensed and authorized commercial hemp production. And then there were a bunch of states that uh, had federally compliant research programs, I'm using air quotes, but basically allowed commercial production despite federal ban. In 2018, everything shifted when Trump finally signed the Farm Bill into law that legalized industrial hemp in the United States. Now, it's really important to understand exactly what the Farm Bill did. In effect, it removed hemp from the controlled substances list. So now hemp is considered an agricultural product, just like tomatoes or soybeans. In fact, Farmers are now eligible to get all of these unconstitutional uh, federal funds and federal programs uh, relating to agriculture if they're growing hemp. So no longer illegal from a federal perspective. Now, this doesn't change anything at the state level. A state could still choose to completely ban hemp if it wanted to. This is only relating to federal law. But if a state wants to legalize hemp, it can do so. And the way the definition is written in the Farm Bill, uh, hemp products such as CBD are also removed from the controlled substances list. So this takes the DEA completely out of the picture. The DEA can no longer uh, regulate hemp. It can no longer prohibit CBD. Here's the problem. Here's where things get a little bit more confusing. The FDA still maintains prohibition of CBD. Now, most people think that CBD is perfectly legal, and it's understandable that they would think that because you can buy it virtually anywhere. There's actually a store in the mall here in my hometown of Lexington, Kentucky, where you can buy CBD products. So, I mean, you can get it everywhere. Why would you think it was illegal? I mean, clearly it's not illegal. It's everywhere, right? But according to the FDA, it actually is illegal, and that is despite the farm bill. So what gives? Well, here's the deal. The FDA classifies CBD as a, quote, drug for which substantial clinical investigations have been instituted. In other words, it's classified as an investigational drug. In fact, pretty soon they're probably just going to classify it as a prescription drug because the FDA recently approved a CBD-based medication for the treatment of seizures. So what does this mean in effect? Well, under federal law, it means the FDA maintains full authority. And, and when I say authority, I don't really mean actual authority because constitutionally it doesn't have authority to ban a substance. In fact, the FDA shouldn't even exist under the Constitution. But it claims the authority to regulate CBD. Under the law, any substance classified by the FDA as a drug or an investigational drug cannot be marketed as a dietary supplement. And that's pretty much how every retail seller of CBD is marketing it. They're not marketing it as a medication because obviously that would take you into uh, FDA jurisdiction. They're marketing it as a dietary supplement. But even with that, the FDA says that that's illegal. The bottom line is the agency maintains that the sale of CBD or any food products containing the substance is illegal. Simply put, in the eyes of the FDA, the retail over-the-counter sale of CBD is actually illegal in all 50 states, and the Farm Bill did not change that. In fact, there's actually language in the Farm Bill that specifically says it's not 
altering FDA regulatory power. It says nothing in this subtitle shall affect or modify the Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act. So despite the farm bill, despite hemp now being legal, CBD is still technically illegal according to the FDA. So here's the $64,000 question. So what? Because like I've said, you can buy CBD pretty much anywhere right now. And that was going on even when the DEA was claiming that it was illegal and a controlled substance. So if the DEA couldn't enforce prohibition, I don't think the FDA can do it either unless the states cooperate in enforcement. That's the real question. That's the thing that's going to determine what actually happens with the CBD market. If states simply allow it to be sold, if they ignore the FDA, if they ignore the federal laws, the federal government is not going to be able to do a thing about it. We saw that with industrial hemp. All of the time that the federal government was claiming that hemp was prohibited, states were nullifying that law in practice and effect by simply ignoring it. When states don't enforce federal law, it generally is not going to get enforced, at least not in any widespread or meaningful way. Here's the dirty little secret. The federal government does not have the personnel or the resources to enforce all of its laws or to implement all of its programs. It just doesn't. It depends on state and local cooperation for everything. So when the state and local government is not enforcing something, it's not cooperating with the federal government, it's generally not going to get done. That's what happened with him. That's why CBD is available on every street corner today. It doesn't have anything to do with the federal government. In fact, I contend that Congress would have never legalized him. The Farm Bill would have never been signed. It would have never gone to Trump's desk if states hadn't acted first. This is a prime example of the tail wagging the dog. Political activism worked from the bottom up. When states began to ignore the federal government, federal prohibition fell apart, and eventually Congress fell in line. They're like, okay, well, we can't regulate this. We might as well make it legal. Now they want to celebrate like they did some great and wonderful thing. Well, in effect, it was already done a long time ago. There's hemp everywhere. Domestic hemp products everywhere. CBD is everywhere. That's not going to change unless state governments begin to cooperate. Now, there are some signs, some danger signs, that states might do that. In fact, California recently said that it was going to enforce the FDA regulations on CBD, and it actually sent out notices to some stores and some restaurants and said, hey, you guys can't do this. Well, guess what? Even when the state jumped on board, it's still not getting enforced. You can still get CBD products on every corner in LA and San Francisco and other cities. This is the strategy we need to take. Just say no to the feds. Well, that's it for this episode of Thoughts from Meharry Head. We're another 10 minutes closer to freedom. I really appreciate you listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, do me a favor and spread the word. Feel free to send me any thoughts or ideas. You can do that at michael.meharry at 10thamendmentcenter.com. Make sure that you subscribe to this show over at iTunes. There's a link on the show notes page. I really appreciate you listening, and I'll talk to you next time.